everybody, I'm Josiah Leroy. We're here talking about the top 25 PlayStation 4 games of all time. You know, many years of the PlayStation 4. We're actually just two years in here. Uh, but I'm with Gene. Hey. Andrew. What's up? And Jeff. Hey. And uh, we, basically, the way we uh, plan on doing this, it's going to be an ever-growing list. In, in other words, every few months we plan on updating it with the new games that come out. And uh, these are the top 25 PlayStation 4 games that have released to this point in the, the life cycle. So it can be any game that originally came out for PS4 or was re-released -re -re uh, in like high definition form, remaster, you name it. So we're not counting games like uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter that came out for PS2 and are on the PlayStation Store. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll get right into it. And uh, there might be some surprises. I, what we did was we each ranked our top 25. We had our own point system and, and we figured it out from there. Uh, so we'll run through the list. We won't get crazy in depth with these, but we absolutely had a blast doing it. So 25th, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh, that is the only Assassin's game on the list and probably the only one deserving because Unity was kind of a mess. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Gene's got some strong thoughts on Unity. Um, why don't you spew those out, Gene? You know, did you play Black Flag? I played Black Flag. Okay. Black Flag was probably my favorite. Me too. Um, At least for this generation so far. For, yeah, for this generation. Um, it added a whole new aspect with... I, I mean, I know Assassin's 3 uh, started with the, the ship and the naval combat and stuff. Black Flag took that and just took it from here off the chart. It was... Yeah, it was, it was amazing. To build a game around it was pretty sick. Yeah. They really did a good job with it. And then there was Assassin's Creed Rogue, which uh, built off of that. Which Rogue. Unfortunately, I hadn't gotten around to yet. I've been waiting for them to port it over. I, I did play Rogue. Um, I, I didn't finish it. Uh, I, I only played Rogue for about eight, maybe ten hours because the night Unity came out was the night uh, Rogue came out. Which was odd. Yeah, very odd. But. My Xbox One was not where it was all the way back home, mm. and instead of driving from Newfane to Chikawaga to pick the game up and then all the way back to Newfane, I just decided, screw it, I'm going to stay at my parents' house in Chikawaga, I have my 360 there, I'm just going to play Rogue. Good so enough. I played Rogue for a few hours, it was alright, um, it... it I, I definitely think it took a step back from Black Flag. Okay. Um, maybe a uh, watered-down version, maybe? Yeah. No pun intended with the, yeah. the ships. Um, I, th I felt it took a step back, but it, it wasn't bad for the uh, for the amount I played it. But Unity, just just take that one, just crumple it up and throw it away. Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, there, were, there were some good parts of, of Unity. It just it was a little buggy. Un first. Unity lost me. I just... I still haven't beat it. It lost me. It's the uh, the George Clooney of the Assassin's Creed world for you. Yeah. Actually, uh -huh. no. That would be the opposite for me. Yeah. Watch the other episodes. You'll understand that. 24, uh, we have another Ubisoft game. Uh, Ubisoft. Depending on how you say it. Far Cry 4. I, I, I like the Far Cry series throughout the years. Uh, Far Cry Primal looks awesome. I know Jeff and I talked about that last week. Uh, anyone have an opinion on Far Cry 4 as far as where it is in the series? Uh, like it, the, the scope of it. Yeah, I, I really like that ever since, I think it was 3, they really focused on the villain. Like, they had this just absolutely insane villain, and that was really what drove the story. And I remember 
um, the promos for Fallout 4 were all about you know, the villain right. there. Far Cry. What's that? See, we're already Far talking Fallout. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Far Cry. They will start with F. It's close We've enough. got Fallout on the brain. Um, it's bad. Well, with Far Cry, they were all talking about, um, I can't remember the guy's name, something Min, maybe? the. Uh, yeah, no, I know what uh, you mean. For four, it was uh, yeah. Min. Yeah. Yeah, and it was all about him and Min just how absolutely crazy Pong. he was. Yeah. <laughs> Ping Pong. Yeah, ping pong mins. Well, that was that was like the trailer was all because I that was back in on my GameStop days, and it was, it was all about him just murdering one of his own soldiers with a pen because he didn't follow an order, and just how absolutely insane he was. Oh, that so was, that was brutal. interesting. Yeah, and it was very interesting that that's what they chose to use to drive the story. That was just right then, at the beginning of the game too. Yeah, and then in Far Cry Three, it was again just this absolutely crazy bad guy who was just there stirring the pot and getting you going. And I I don't remember anything about the protagonist, you know, your character from Far Cry 3. But I, I totally remember, the bad guy is just what sticks out. And that's that's, what they do I well. love that about, you know, Far Cry 4 also. Totally. Yeah. And that's something, I wonder if we're going to see that in Primal, because it does look like there's a main villain, but we still don't know a ton about that game yet. So maybe as time goes on, we'll see a little more. It looks like a blast, but uh, 23 on the list uh, kind of was, I guess, a little surprising to me because it doesn't feel like a PlayStation game. Uh, Minecraft PS4 Edition. So this came out quietly last November. So last November meaning 2014. Uh, we don't have everyone on the panel here today that voted. We have a bunch of our uh, Geekiverse staff that's not here today. I've never played Minecraft. Never played it. Have you? I've played a ton of it. Jeff, have you played? Well, oh, it's addicting. Addicting, okay. It's addicting. So you think it's worthy of this list, maybe? Sure. Maybe the 20, 23rd spot is good yeah. for it, then. All right. I got to disagree on that. I don't think it belongs on the list. Okay. I'm kind Sorry. of, I, I, you know what, I can't form a great opinion on it because I haven't played it yet, but it's just his, I don't know, it's never appealed to me like it has I, to the masses. Yeah, I just, I never saw the appeal of, oh, if I, I'm not a creator if I, though, if I, if I click here, it'll dig up this and then I have, you know, I can build massive things over here by digging holes here. I just, I never... So you guys have never played it at all? Never played I, it. I have not, I, I've seen Let's Plays on it, but I've uh -huh. never physically played the game. I think that's why. Because, I mean, I agree. It's super addicting. And it's really when you, they just drop you in this world and you're like, all right, well, let's kind of see what's going on. And just that total freedom, I think, is just where it's, you can do anything. I mean, yeah. I, I've definitely seen some of the, like, massive, elaborate things. Like, I think I've seen, like, someone built, like, uh, the Hogwarts castle. Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. yeah. Game, Game of Thrones stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've definitely seen some amazing things built. Um, people have built, uh, like, scenes from Lord of the Rings, uh, yeah. from the Two Towers, the, oh, yeah. the, the Breach Wall. People have built that in Minecraft, and I've seen pictures of it, and it looks amazing. I just don't see the appeal of the game. I think my problem is, and I'm not, like I said, a world's creator with that. I like to kind of play the game as opposed to make the game. Uh, so like Project Spark kind of like piqued my interest, but not a lot. Uh, with Minecraft, I also feel like I just missed the the, the starting point for it. Like it, it it really got huge on Xbox 360 a few years back, and I missed. Well, see, here's here's the thing: you're a PC gamer. Yeah. You PC gamer? You're not. No, I'm not. I'm not. So I think that's okay. glorious PC. I think that's right. where that's I right. think that's where we lose the connection because we're not PC gamers. It is a different are, style, right? Because of, of Minecraft has been out on PC for years. That's where it debuted, and mm -hmm. it came out on PC. Whereas it's only recently just come to the consoles, so we kind of missed the hype window 
Yeah. Because we were like, oh, something's coming out for a PC. I don't even care. And that, that's the only reason why I say it shouldn't be on the list, because I, I really love Minecraft, but mm -hmm. to, to me it is. It's a PC game that I played seven years ago. Right. Or, you know, how, you know five years ago, sure. whatever it came out. So to me, I'm like, what? It made it on this list with this brand new console? Right. Yeah, exactly. It was a little shocking to me, too. Yeah. It, but it squeaked in there. Some, uh, a few of our, our writers had it high on the list, and that's why it made it. Uh, basically, the higher you rank the game, the, the better odds ahead of getting on the list or higher on the list, obviously. So, interesting topic. That was a, a surprise for me. 22? I'll say I'm surprised this wasn't higher. Bloodborne. Should be a lot higher. What's wrong with you guys? Why are you not running that higher? Well, tell us why we're wrong, Jeff. Um, I, I love the Dark Souls style of games from Software, one of the best developers in the business right now. This um, might win Game of the Year for my, different it's, outlets. It's my Game of the Year, personally, altogether. Um, I would say it's the best game to come out in 2015. Uh, like I said, I love the Dark Souls style of games. Um, That's saying a lot. Jeff is a huge, like, obviously gamer overall, but Nintendo is your... your Forte, it's my right? butter. <laughs> That's your go-to, yeah. and you're sometimes people stick to that, but you you love it so much that that is right now your game of the year. Uh, yeah, and part of it is the flavor of the game. I love the gothic Victorian art direction that they took with it. I mean, Castlevania, unfortunately, is pretty much dead right now. That used to be one of my favorite franchises, but that franchise has really waned in recent years. So it was great to see that style, like I said, that gothic Victorian horror style come in. Uh, werewolves, vampires, demons, angels, all that stuff. It was so cool to see that in there with Bloodborne and that style of gameplay. Um, action RPG, but ridiculously challenging. I mean, that uh, series, Dark Souls, and From Software's recent games are renowned for their incredible challenge. It's almost like a new genre, right? Like, how hard can we make a game? Yeah, like that, like yeah. Monster Hunter And still get people too. to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's like masochism. That's the new, the newest genre in video games. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It really is. That's how much can you hate yourself while you play this? <laughs> how many controls out. can you break? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Game 21. Uh, it's a game that originally came out for the PS3 and X Xbox 360. Uh, Telltale Games, The Wolf Among Us. Uh, so there's five episodes for that one. I know uh, Lauren loved that game as well. I adored Wolf Among Us. Did you guys, any of you play through that? I've never even heard of it. Okay, oh. so damn it, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. It was a really fun game. I, I can really speak to this one. So we, same exact vein as all the other tell, Telltale games. The, the Telltale formula, I call it. Uh, basically, five episodes or six, depending if it's Game of Thrones. You go through, uh, you only do cutscenes and dialogue. So you make the, the choices for your player. In this one, you're Big B Wolf. So basically you're the Big Bad Wolf. It's all these fable characters from inspired from the Fables comic series. And you make the choices for them. And they're kind of living almost in like, uh, I don't know if it is New York City or if just it's similar to New York City. But like they're down in the dumps. They've all got their vices. They're, Drinking, smoking, someone's got issues with abuse. It darkens like classic fairy tale characters, and it makes for a really interesting game. Was a little red riding hood shows up with a black eye because the gingerbread man's beating her. Ginger, <laughs> Austin, ginger, right? Yeah, that one. <clears throat> so he's he's a nice guy most of the time. Uh, there's no gingerbread man, but there is um, like a parody of Little Red Riding Hood or. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood in there. Okay. It's really interesting. I really suggest you play it. The first episode, it's probably five bucks. You can probably get the whole thing for 15 bucks at GameStop now on disc. I, I really encourage you to go check that out. 
Number 20 on our list, uh, a few games again from last gen, Borderlands, the Handsome Jack Collection. So that's Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel? I believe yeah, so. That's what it was. Any, any of you guys play that for PS4? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's... That, I mean, that game could be on the list just out of value alone because Agreed. Borderlands is just... There is so much, so much to do. The world is so big. There are so many items, like so many, you know, huge monsters to kill. Um... And it's just fun. It's so goofy. Yeah. And I know a lot of people think Claptrap is just annoying, as, you know, but... I love Claptrap. I love Claptrap, too. Like, he comes on, he's like, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. Like, that kind of, I would let it sit at the title screen. So would I. And, like, borderline, just to hear him go, I'm dancing. I'm like, all right, now I can start the game. I love when he walks, he goes by the screen, he's like, do 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 Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some people do find that annoying. I love Claptrap. And that yeah. whole that whole mission in Borderlands 2, it was his birthday or something. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. You had to like, set up his birthday for him or something like that. It was so goofy and fun, and it just doesn't take itself seriously, and it just, it's just a great setting. See, I've never played Borderlands, but I feel like I need to, because like ever since you know, I got my hands on Fallout years ago, I've been a Fallout fan. Mm-hmm. And I, I just saw Borderlands as like, a cheap, cheesy cartoon version of Fallout that wasn't worth my time. Not, that's even, not even remotely true. Yeah. Not even remotely true. But, <laughs> listen, that's a, from the perception of someone who hasn't played it, to uh, be fair. Yeah. So the, 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 That's what my perception of Borderlands was. It was cheap, cartoony Fallout, and I wanted nothing to do with it's it. It's not... They are completely different games. I, I can see where he's coming from, though. Especially if they were released around the same time. Right. From, like, Fallout the way... Like, like uh, Borderlands has, like, the like the desert, the whereas... Fallout has the wasteland, you know. And yeah. I was just like, ah, I'll, I'll stay over here. Sure. And it's not for everybody, but it is, it is a really good shooter. They mm-hmm. they have the core mechanics down, Pat. So I can't wait for, like, a full Borderlands 3, actually, like, a made-for-this-generation sequel. I think that'll be awesome. Borderlands is the spiritual <laughs> successor, I consider it, to Time Splitters, one of my favorite mm-hmm. first-person shooter series that is no longer around, unfortunately. It's you know permanent hiatus or whatever, so that's another reason why Borderlands is close to my heart. I can see that. I can see that. That's uh, I've never actually heard it compared that way. But very uh, similar art direction, very yeah, similar art tone. Sure. Yeah. Best bang for your buck maybe on this list is those two games because all the DLC that came with it and yeah. they're big games to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, nineteen. We have Wolfenstein: The New Order. Uh, this was a kind of a sleeper hit in a way. It came out early in the generation. Uh, just probably about six, seven months after they debuted. I really liked it. I thought they did good with the shooting. They went back to World War II area. So if you don't know about the New Order, basically it's, uh, imagine if the, the Nazis had won the, the, the war and you're living right after it in this Nazi world, uh, as, as B.J. Blazkowicz. I like the intensity of it. I think it was nice that it wasn't so much like Call of Duty's campaigns in a way where it is super linear. Because it is linear, but it's different. Have you guys played this one? Yeah. It's good. How does it compare to the... Have you played the Old Blood at all? I haven't uh, played the Old Blood yet. Me no. neither. No. But it looks like that's kind of a continuation of it. So mm-hmm. I'm into it. But what did you like about the campaign? Um, I just thought... I like anything with like the alternate history. Me too. You know, And that was just... It was so cool. And the game itself was such a pleasant surprise. I didn't expect much out of it at all. I just... I'm there wasn't sure much I to just, play, right? Right. And I just kind of took it out because I was like, all right, well, you know, I'll give this game a shot. 
And I did, and I was surprised at how much I really enjoyed it. Like, the first ten minutes, I'm like, oh my god, you know, this is... All right, yeah. It's a bad start let's, to begin. Let's blast some Nazis. Oh, okay, so your buddy, you know, okay, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that coming from a mile away. But then, like, once you get to that alternate history, it's like, holy crap, this game is awesome. And, yeah, um... Yeah. I, and what you said about being linear was true. Like you could, there was that stealth aspect to it. If you wanted to, you could you know kind of sneak around and take people out. And it was just a lot. Just all in general, in the environment, so good and so well crafted. It was, and that was a big comeback for them because Wolfenstein games had not been reviewing well for a long time. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, I, yeah. I didn't pick this one up because the last one I played was Wolfenstein 3D three. There was a 2009, there was a 360 game. Yeah, yeah. that one. Okay. I, I played that one, and I was just, I was lost. It, no, I felt it, like it was it a terrible story. It wasn't a good game. And I was like, it, I don't know how the story is supposed to be, but I'm not even going to waste my time getting this one after I had that bad taste in my mouth from the last one. Understandable, and that's why they had a big comeback. and Or they had a, a big hill to climb up, I think, and they mm. nailed it. And the old blood is something that's kind of in my backlog. I'm I'm ready to go with that one. It's shorter, maybe like six or seven hours tops, and it's probably I want to say it's like twenty dollars. So that's definitely something that I'm hoping to pick up soon. Uh, but who knows? Maybe that'll make the the next round. Uh, Eighteen. I am super disappointed that this was not higher, and I'm a little surprised it wasn't. Uh, I had it actually in my ranking, top three. I want to say I had it two. Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. No, really. I could not get into that game, and I tried so hard. And I remember because it was like around this time last year. You were so into it, so into it. And like I I'm one hundred percent of this. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember <laughs> you saying. I was like, this. If he sat down and hundred percent of this game, it's got to be great. It was on like Amazon for twenty bucks. I was like, you know what? I'm getting it. I gotta get. Yeah. It. I gotta try it. From the moment I started, I was like, oh, this is so much garbage. Oh. And I'm sorry. I'm oh. so sorry. That's okay. Don't be sorry. Let's talk <laughs> but, about it. Let's get I our just, feelings out. <laughs> I couldn't. All right. I, let's get our feelings out. I, don't, I just couldn't. And I love Lord of the Rings. I love the mythology. And I love so the story, I. you know, and all that. And I've gone beyond the trilogy, Silmarillion, and um, all that other, the, you know, the extra mythology there, too. But I just couldn't get behind it. I can see that. I will say this. I didn't love the story at all. At all. Uh, but you 100% of the game. The gameplay, to me, was so much fun. And there's something to say about games coming out or hitting at the right time. Because mm -hmm. maybe I would have played that right when it came out in October last year, and I wouldn't have liked it uh, yeah. as much. I think I would have liked it either way. But it hit at a time. I was playing it about this time last year, going into January. And I don't know what it was, but I, I have all the, the trophies for it or achievements because mm -hmm. I played it on Xbox. And I... It's because you live in, like, the Buffalo area, right? You, you couldn't leave your house. <laughs> the weather was so bad last year. Yeah. See, here's the thing. You can, you can tell me that the, the gameplay is, like, out of this world. But if you tell me that the story is bad, then... I'm normally in that camp. I'm a huge I'm not gonna, story guy. Because even if I was playing a game, if I'm playing a game and the gameplay is fantastic, like, the mechanics are great... But the story, it just eludes me. I'm just, nope, take it back to GameStop. How much can I get for this? I am generally in that camp. Uh, I think I, I, I probably like the story enough. But in a way, if you guys played Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, it feels like that a little bit. Like mm -hmm. the random characters showing up, like Gollum shows up just for the heck of it, but doesn't really play a part at all. Yeah. Um, I like that they left it off for a sequel. I like the game studio behind it, and I think... 
it took some of the mechanics from the Batman Arkham series and polished them for a Lord of the Rings universe. I mean, Andrew, I know you didn't love it like I did, but I... It was, like, up there, top three for my game of the year last year. Like, I can, I can use that example for a game we already talked about, Far Cry 4. Right. I liked Far Cry 3. Far Cry 4, the mechanics were great. The story, ah, it had its moments, but I played it for about maybe 15, 20 hours, and I was like, yeah, you know what? This isn't as good as Far Cry 3, and, and I, well, I take it back. I generally, so Telltale games I love. And there's really no gameplay to those. The engine is terrible. It freezes a lot. But I still love the stories that they create. And with Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, I like the gameplay so much. And I haven't 100% of many games. Some of the Lego games here and there, one of the Resistance games. But this one, I was like, let's go. And I just went to town on it. Maybe one of the reasons, we don't want to spend tons of time on sure. one game, but this maybe is okay. because it's, it's that, that Ubisoft or Ubisoft game formula. It's you climb the tall thing, and it unveils the map, yeah. you do your sure. little things, and it's it's just it's the same with Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4, all the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Creed's. games with Shadow Mortar. So maybe that's why you liked it so much, because maybe. it was something that it, there was hardly any barrier to get into it, yeah. because everything was so familiar. So maybe, and you know, add that in, so you kind of got the mechanics already, now you just add the story, and you said maybe the story wasn't that great, but the mechanics were so easy, so maybe that's why... Well, it's true, and it, it, it borrows from those series very well. Mm-hmm. And this was a, a, a WB game, a Warner Brothers game, and they're really making a name for themselves in gaming, right? With Batman and, and Mordor, and goodness, it, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like I said, I was disappointed it wasn't higher, but that's why we have these lists. So I, I can't wait to, to see where it goes after that. 17, I can't really speak to, but uh, Final Fantasy 14 we had on the list. There, uh, Andrew's definitely got to talk about this. Oh, <laughs> I wish Sam was here for this. Oh, she would be perfect, a, yeah. She would, all her animations, <laughs> she would have such a good vision for it. Yeah. It's just, Final Fantasy 14, when it first came out, five years ago or whatever, I was, I got it when it was pre, I had it pre-ordered, I picked it up, got the collector's edition, I was like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. I hated it. It you were so, you were so bad. Did you play it too? Yes. It was horrible, wasn't so it? This comeback was it, yeah something very uh, welcoming. Is, is this it was so bad. Was that? Is this? Yes, this is heaven's okay. Yeah. This is well. This is the well. The this expansion. Is the expansion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what they did is you know the 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 executives and the developers committed seppuku and new people came <laughs> in and took over and and they turned this game around and it was re released as a realm reborn. And then I said, oh, yeah, this would be cool to try out, but there's no way I'm buying this game again. And yeah. then my friend said, oh, you already had it. You get it for free. Right. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll try it. And I loved it. They made it so it's super accessible. They even made in like, they put in a bunch of fan service things. Like, you can make materia and meld it into your uh, equipment. And they had, um, in the storyline, too, which is incredibly, I've never played an MMO and actually click through all the dialogue bubbles. It's always been, like in World of Warcraft, this guy's got an exclamation point where he said, click, 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 okay, give me the quest, give me the quest, or I'll go kill 20 sheep, or something like that. <laughs> but with Final Fantasy fourteen, I'm actually reading each yeah. quest, and I'm getting into the story, and the did you beat um, the quest on Final Fantasy fourteen? I did. Wasn't that so great? That was amazing. It was such a good story. It was like full-on, full-studio, like Final Fantasy fifteen, twelve. Just such a good story. And I was waiting for Heaven's Word to come out to continue that story because it was so good. You guys had this high on the list. I think Sam had it super high on her list, too, Mm -hmm. in uh, your individual rankings. Final Fantasy XIV has kept Final Fantasy relevant for me in a time where Final Fantasy XIII and its trilogy 
really took a step back for the series. So how does how do they go from original release, you hated it, to re-releasing it, and now all of a sudden it's they you know, the it. greatest thing ever. Well, I don't understand it. because if they did that with a game that I like, like say Fallout Three was complete garbage. Okay, I hated it. That mark garbage. Words. He can yeah. splice this video up. You better watch it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. He's evil. The original Final Fantasy XIV release, it wasn't bad for its ideas. It was bad for its execution. It was a very rushed, very buggy game. A lot of crashes, a lot of glitch, uh, glitches. It's not that the concepts or the actual game mechanics were bad. It was just, it was a broken game. So they stepped back and, and were like, let's give this what it deserves. Yeah, it, was, it felt like it was released a year too early. Like, the developers just stopped midway through development and said, we're not going to patch this up. We're not going to fix... Uh, the glitches, the servers were terrible. So it was the yeah. technical parts of the game oh, that were okay. what was bad. It wasn't the concepts or the game mechanics. Well, there were some things that I just right. I didn't get, like the the crafting. Yeah. There was some light you had to match up with something else, and there was little to no explanation. So I would sit there and waste materials crafting, and just they just get destroyed. There was also some kind of I want to say it was like a limit break, which is something else they included in A Realm Reborn. But it was some kind of thing where if you and your partner and your party attacked using certain attacks. Yeah. Within you know a couple seconds of each other, it triggered this combo. But again, no explanation whatsoever. Yeah. So it was just like, hey, here you are in this huge world. Good luck. Oh. And that was one of the reasons it was so frustrating yeah. for me. It was just a broken. It's game. quite the turnaround yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. And we actually have a code to give away for a Final Fantasy game. Which which yes. one is it? What do we have? It's a Final Fantasy: A Realm Reborn. So it's not Heaven's Word, but it is okay. um, the base game that so, we have to give away. Uh, we we are looking to give away a code for that. Um, mm -hmm. We have it at the Geekiverse. All we ask is uh, like this video and uh, leave a comment below uh, saying that you're interested in that, and we will definitely pick a random winner in, in the coming weeks for that. Uh, but it seems like Final Fantasy is getting back on track. Oh, yeah. Uh, so 16 is definitely a point of contention. It depends where you had it uh, on your list. I had it not on my list. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I didn't think it was going to make it. I, <laughs> uh, Gene is uh, having a problem right now. But I, the multiplayer is good as always. Call of Duty always knocks it out of the park. They've got a formula. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I like Advanced Warfare Story so much better than, than that. And this, this campaign just was a mess but, to me. But they, they take, if it ain't broke, don't fix it to, it ain't broke, let's just rebrand the same game under a different name for the past but six years. But people are buying it, so who cares? If... If I'm but this, this is exactly why I have given up on Call of Duty. But you're until Call of Duty okay. comes out with something that interests me. Like they need to take it back, get away from all this futuristic crap. Take it back. Don't get there. Give me a classic World War II game again. Yeah, but I know they've done it. You know, one, two, and uh, three. Three were all World War II era. World at War. World at War. And, yeah. world, and then World at War. Four, but give me. A World War II game for the current gen console, and I will buy back into so, Call of Duty. That's great, and they're taking your opinion and saying that's awesome. But we still have millions upon millions of players who will buy it no matter what. So they're not going to do it until they have to. Brain yeah, this train's moving and it's not stopping. Yeah, and it's they found a way. I just I to don't not under... kill it like they did Guitar Hero because they're not releasing five Call of Duties a year. Yeah, I just they're I don't I don't understand how Call of Duty releases the same thing every year. But still, 
maintains the hype train. Esports is up. getting huge, and that may have uh, something to do with it, but Andrew did our official review. So if you go to thegeekiverse.com, just search Call of Duty. Uh, there's a little point of contention. Andrew and I felt about the same. I think we gave it a 7.5 when, when all was said and done. Yeah. Uh, we danced around that area. I think you feel the same with the campaign, right? It was just it frustrating. Was, it was garbage. This was thrown together. Like, I don't thing. think anybody... I mean, let's be honest. You don't buy Call of Duty to play the campaign. No. You buy it to play online. But with, I do expect with Call of Duty, and particularly Black Ops, Adam mm-hmm. and I talked about it last week, there's got to be a better story if you're putting the Black Ops title on. Right, and Black Ops 1 and 2 had some pretty decent stories, but Black Ops 3 was just a jumbled mess, and the ending was just... What? Like, we talked about that, too, and... You know, they don't know where they were going with it. No, they don't. I mean, it's, it's just like that. Like you said, like, the one game was kind of rushed. Um, first Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, yeah. Same thing with the campaign. It was just an afterthought. And that sucks. Uh, <laughs> to a point, online is awesome. It always is. We mm-hmm. never have a worry with that, right? I mean, they, they change things with the exosuit a little bit here and there, and that's a fine evolution. But that, that story, I just... See, uh, here's the other thing. I do play Call of Duty for the campaign. Some people I, do. I it's am rare, but terrible <laughs> at online multiplayer, which is exactly why I will not buy Star Wars Battlefront. Mm. I won't buy it. I love Star Wars, won't buy Battlefront. What do you have to say about that? Because I am terrible at multiplayer. If I go 5 and 18, woo, I did good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good game, right? <laughs> my kill streaks, I have to pick the lowest three because I probably won't make it to my third <laughs> kill streak. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> You're not alone there. I'm, I'm okay. Andrew's pretty good at Call of Duty Online. Yeah. I dabble. <laughs> I dabble. I, I digress. <laughs> so, what, what, what would be interesting, though, just to toss this in real quick, yeah. is if the next time they release a new Call of Duty, if they do it like they did for the uh, previous generation release, no campaign, just multiplayer. And I wonder if you put the two sales numbers together, which one would sell more? The bundle that has campaign and multiplayer, or just multiplayer. I bet more people would buy just the multiplayer, I think especially so. if it was like half the price for half the game, which would never happen. Absolutely not. I, I don't even. Now when they can make sixty like they are now. I my prediction is if they ever split it off where they have you know here's Call of Duty Black Ops Four, multiplayer, multiplayer and campaign, five dollar difference. Yeah. Probably. Right? That's about all the campaign's worth. About yeah. <laughs> five bucks. They owe me money after this Black Ops campaign. <laughs> yeah. Like I was angry about it. Andrew and I sent links. We did research on, on these videos. We, yep. If you have a theory and know what happened in Black Ops 3, let us know. Yeah, we don't I'm know. curious. I have no idea. Leave a comment. And I'm not just saying it to leave a comment. We don't know, and we'd love to know. Because yeah. maybe it'll shed a new light on it. Right, so what, what console do you have Black Ops 3 for? I have it on Xbox One. Maybe I need to borrow it and play it. Okay. Just to see if play I can Absolutely. play it through the campaign and we'll talk about it. And understand and then we can. If you can tell back. me you're you're I don't know. Yeah. You're just the Yoda of Call of Duty. You can understand <laughs> it and I can. Uh, but sixteen is about as high as I would have picked that. Fifteen, actually another game I thought would be higher, Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, that was a very popular game last year and uh, I don't think many people expected it to do as well. Uh, Andrew, I know you played it. Mm-hmm. Gene, Jeff? No, no. I've heard of it. Sam loved it. Never. I'm I'm not into the fairy tale really stuff. Yeah, this ain't too fairy tale. Well, like dragons and stuff like that. Like Skyrim is about as far into that magical realm. You're talking high fantasy is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Skyrim's about as far into that realm as I'll dabble. Okay. And that's only because it's Bethesda. Uh, yeah, there's a good connection there. Uh, 13. Uh, one of my favorite games from 2013 was uh, Tomb Raider. So Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. It's really the same game. They did a nice job really uprising some of the graphics for it, and they show the comparison. You, you probably find a lot of comparison videos on it. Looks gorgeous, and uh, it was a nice starting point to jump into the rise well, of the Tomb Raider. Really? Do you like yeah. the old Tomb Raider stuff? Uh, I do. Okay. Uh, I've played Same the old here. Tomb Raider stuff, but I, I, I like didn't. It was Uncharted S. Now I gotta say, I'm not a PlayStation Four guy. I'm an Xbox One guy. Sure. But a lot of these games cross over, so I can comment on of them. Of course. Um, I didn't buy Tomb Raider. Like I dabbled with, uh, with the thought of it when it came out originally. Um, never ended up getting it. I just kept putting it off for whatever reason. And then a couple weeks ago, I was talking to you and I said, you know, you know, Xbox One has, you know, the definitive edition on uh, Xbox Live for free for gold members. Mm -hmm. I was like, what do you guys think of the game? Because if it's, you know, a good game, I'll download it and play it. And all you guys were like, oh yeah, it's a real good game, real good game. And I downloaded it and I played like three hours and I'm like, no, delete. So we just all suck, apparently. I just, I, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't like it. I'm, I'm replaying it right now, uh, just to, before Rise of the Tomb Raider. I, I wanted to, to get it out of the way, just play it on current gen. Uh, I, I think they're doing a good job. That's another revitalized franchise. They had a few struggling games, and they rebooted it, and now it's, it's going to town. Uh, 12 was a PlayStation exclusive, Until Dawn. Very scary... Uh, very much like Heavy Rain in terms of gameplay. Mixes a little of the telltale with uh, the decision making. And uh, we joke about it. I, I couldn't play it alone. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I played it leading up to Halloween because I wanted a scary game. And I was like, it came out in August. And I, I purposely waited until the first week of October so I could get in the spirit, if you will. And uh, my <laughs> I played maybe two or three hours alone. And I was like, that's it. No more. <laughs> Turn the uh, lights on! <laughs> yes, scary as old. I'm not going to swear on camera, but uh, my wife had it. Had to be there for it. It is brutal. Yes, your wife, the it's funeral jumpy. director, had to be there with you. Yeah, she's jumpier than me. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, thank you. So, no, I love the game. It was the, awesome. The one person that you probably don't want to because... She deals with that by she will scare the crap out of you even more just for fun, her own amusement. <laughs> and everyone else is her. Fun. Yeah, I didn't have much of a choice. <laughs> Get a cat. Yeah, yeah I got a dog, but he's rude. He always walks out of the room on me. <laughs> so, did either of you guys play? Or, or I never played it, but I heard a lot of. I heard it was just creepy. It is just. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And um, look up some videos. I. I scored it a 9 out of 10. It's saying a lot in my head, I think, that I would give it a 9. And, oh man, they're doing not a sequel, but like a mini spinoff for PlayStation VR. For Oculus. Oh, or, forget that. Or uh, Morpheus, excuse me. Nope. There's going to be some heart attacks. There's I can't do it. Happening. I'm, I'm sitting there... <laughs> with the control in hand. Beat a sweat. I don't want to go to the next room. So take that immersion. It's, you know, five to ten feet in front of you. You can pause it at any time. Mm -hmm. Put it on your face. 
and you turn your head, you, I can't do it. I That's can't next level it. stuff right there. There's gonna you're gonna, gonna, gonna throw some, a controller through your TV. You're gonna have some lawsuits on because your because you're gonna look yeah. this way. <laughs> 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 they need to do a Nintendo note with the Wii U with the strap for the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh! So glad that we have a horror game on our list though. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Eleven Star Wars Battlefront. I I love the game. I of course wanted a single player campaign. Who didn't? But at the same time, makers of, of Battlefield Dice put together a really solid, authentic sounding and looking shooter. I know you need the story mode. Uh, that's what you said, but that's okay. Uh, Andrew, uh, any thoughts on Star Wars here? Yeah, um, super excited when it came out, when it was announced. The more I play it, the more I realize it's lacking. Honestly. Yeah. Um, so, not a lot of depth, you're saying? Yeah, and it's not that I don't enjoy it, because I do, and I look, the Walker Assault mode is just so much fun. And I was actually playing last week, I finally got um, one of the hero power-ups, so I got to play as Luke Skywalker. Nice. And just running around, just, you know, doing <laughs> so much fun. It was ridiculous. But, um, yeah, it's just, I, I do hope they release maybe some DLC, maybe they tweak things a little bit, because I'm missing that depth that Call of Duty has. Yeah, I agree. I, I want to... I don't know if they're going to get around to a single-player at any point add-on, but Most you yeah. you got to know Battlefront 2 is already in development, and uh, that'll be a part of it. Yeah. It's got to be. I, I do love, like I said, it was so authentic, because it was. Like, the sound, and I think I, when we did the trailer um, uh, impressions article, like, last year, yeah. that was one of the things. I said, oh, my, it's so cool. You're watching it. Pew, 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 you know, and yeah. doing all this stuff. And it was just crazy good sounding, and it, it does, and it looks beautiful, and it just... They don't. They don't touch any anything with the prequels. With it, it is strictly original era trilogy, and the sound on it is. I mean, they had access to Skywalker Ranch here, and mm -hmm. they took full advantage. It is sweet. Yeah. And they harp on the nostalgia and like the commercial shit. You know, with the, the two brothers playing and jumping out the office window mm -hmm. and the the, the X wing and the Tie Fighter. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, watch the, the, watch the commercial, commercial. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's like two brothers. One's got an office job. He's kind of just like, you know, like going through the motions at work. And then uh, he flashes back to him and his brother playing Star Wars as a kid. They're riding on their bikes. They're playing with lightsabers. Really? And, yeah, it, it's awesome. It's a I good commercial. Never seen better than before. the uh, the Anna commercial, I think, in a Kendrick's. Oh uh, yeah, that's the only one I've seen. That's meh. Yeah. It's cool that they have a big name doing it like that. She's good for it. Mm -hmm. So, 